Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hooligan Report. I'm your host as always, SM, uh, and we've got Cookson with us tonight. Very horny. <laughs> and we've also got Croyf. Not so horny. <clears throat> well, we uh, had a very interesting uh, football match last night between your two mobs. Uh, and the result, well, the result was very predictable if you listen to the Hooligan Report on a weekly basis, but... For outside football media, it was a bit of a surprise that basically the Man United seconds managed to top off Arsenal. Um, so I'll get both of your thoughts on it. We'll start with Cookson with the uh, the positive vibes. Wonderful victory. <laughs> I mean, it's just... Well, young... Well, midfielders as centre-backs. Still had a decent midfield, mind you, but still a pretty young experience experienced side did the job. Um, Croif? Oh, dis- disappointing, really. I mean, when you look at the side United fielded with ha- how many youngsters they had on the side we fielded in terms of uh, the comparison between age and experience, there's no reason why we shouldn't be winning that game apart from the shit mentality that is instilled at the club and the poor performance of a lot of players. I mean, you go through some of the names in that Man United lineup, and you've got, you know, Fosu Mensah, you've got uh, Lingard, Weir, Rashford, uh, Yanuzai, Pereira, Pereira, who they're just very inexperienced players. Uh, Varela, Varela, I think was the one you just said. Um, very inexperienced players compared to that Arsenal lineup. I mean, that Arsenal lineup was essentially full strength. Um, I can't actually yeah. think. Who, who was there? Anyone you were missing from your Mer- first eleven? Murdersacker. Oh, but would, he was not really your first eleven though, because you've got he's fit and you had Gabriel starting ahead of him. Mm, I don't know. I I, I would have played Murdersacker ahead of Gabriel, but whether Per was struggling for ma- match fitness or not, who knows? Uh, yeah, Walcott was missing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, by all reports, he didn't have a great game. Uh, useless. Who, who was your... Sorry? They were playing with 10 men with Walcott on the pitch. Ab- absolutely useless. Who was but, your um, standout player from United Cookson? Well, you'd... Ex- well, there's a few. I mean, well, sadly, Marcus Rashford. I mean, two goals on Premier League debut. Just his positioning and off-the-ball movement was just utterly brilliant. Uh, one matter was very good. I mean, he got stuck into a few tackles. And this is one matter, you know, tiny guy. Looks like he can give a cuddle. Not a tackle. But yeah, but I'd say Carrera was probably arguably our best player on the day. I'm, I mean, I'm he was just immense. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned with um, what's what's happened this morning in terms of the Oscars. You haven't mentioned um, a star performer in your in your lineup with um, Mr. Louis Van Hal putting in an absolutely Oscar-worthy um, dive this morning. Yeah, bit of passion on the sideline. What, what do you make of that one? It was funny and a bit bizarre, but it was funny and passionate. You know? It's surprising coming from a man who's pretty under the pressure um, to kind of... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you'd expect that sort of thing from a manager who's sort of being a bit silly and doesn't really have any, you know, pressure or, or worries on him. But uh, 
was good to see. Bit, bit, bit interesting. Bit, a uh, bit unexpected from him, I suppose. Yeah, but it was like it was probably the first Arsenal United game that's been, I'll probably say, high pressure, helter to skelter, bit of passion in it for quite a while. I mean, so that's probably why Van Hal got a bit crazy. Players got stuck in. Crowds were pretty good. And and yeah. you got. And you guys are now, while well, you're, you're three points behind Man City, though they, they do have a game in hand. Um, do you give yourself any chance of finishing top four? It honestly depends. I mean, we're a chance. We just need to go for it and don't worry about the consequences because, again, it doesn't really matter. You and can play the year if special things happen. So, yeah. And Cruyff... Um, Arsenal's title chances still still as strong as ever, or, or you think that's a big blow? Hanging on by a thread, which will soon be cut by Spurs. Well, we'll talk about Spurs now, and we'll talk. We'll, we'll get, round up the other um, title challenges and their uh, results. And Leicester with a one 0 win over Norwich in what was it, the 89th minute, uh, and Spurs getting up two one over Swansea, coming from behind to win that one. Um, there was a bit of discussion on the board about the fact that those results were quite good for those sides in terms of showing that they can come through a bit of um, bit of a challenge. They can kind of get get the result in the end and grind out those three points. But uh, there's also the point of view that it does look like those sides are starting to get a bit nervous and a bit tight. So uh, Spurs conceding the lead to Swansea and Leicester needing until the 89th minute. Uh, what do you think those results uh, indicate? It shows that they've got that sort of the big club thing where you 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 might be tough with a uh, face face with a tough challenge but you still find a way to win and that's exactly what they did i mean Leicester left it late but end of the day they walked away with three points and that's that's what winners do do you not think though that the fact that it, it was such a struggle for them against a side like Norwich might uh, not bode well for them over the coming games maybe but at the same time that can give them the belief that if, if sides can challenge them, they know they can win. So it's you've got to look at both sides of the coin. I understand that perspective, but at the same time, they did come away with three points after facing quite a challenge. So, I mean, all credit to them, really. Uh, and then for Spurs coming from behind against Swansea, good win for them. Um, people other than Harry Kane scoring goals for them is always a good thing, I suppose. With only only uh, he's really their only striker up front, which we kind of talked about last week. But um, yeah, good result for them as well. Yep. No Definitely. bottling from Spurs so far. Are we going to see a St. Tottenham's Day this year, Croix? Oh, I hope so, but <laughs> oh, I, 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 I don't think any Arsenal fan could, con- could confidently say yes right now. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the way, the, Spurs, Spurs are honestly flying. Yeah. Would you, who would you say is more of a title challenger at this stage, you or Spurs? Spurs. I'd say 100%. Spurs. 100%. But Spurs are just as capable of bottling it and choking it up. I mean, since since January, we've won two games, Bournemouth and Newcastle. And we're oh yeah. struggling to score goals. Spurs, on the other hand, have won a lot of games, I'd assume, and they're not struggling to score. So You've won more than two games. You beat Leicester since... as well. Oh, then three since January. Yeah. So in the league, anyway. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's it's. I don't know. I'm despondent to be honest. Couldn't get it done in the FA Cup either, by yeah. the way. 
<laughs> Arsenal. No, Arsenal, they need to go out. They should have done this a few years ago. Get a world-class striker and get a defensive midfielder. Yeah, but I mean, which, should... we, 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 you say that, but which DM could we have signed? Schneiderlin. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, but we should have, but I don't know why we didn't. But And world-class forwards, they don't grow on trees. And I mean, you need to spend money, and it's only recently but... that Arsenal started spending money. So Strikers seem to grow on... Is... Strikers striker seem to grow on trees at United with um, Rashford popping up. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah well. Apparently, Allergy's products tipped uh, with, with that good. Well, Tuba's coming along, so maybe in a year or so. And Yaya Sanogo bagged a hat trick at Charlton. He did, so. in a losing effort as well. It's not often that happens. So uh, maybe we're onto something with that finally. <laughs> it's uh, just, yeah, bizarre Premier League season. So, very bizarre season for United on the whole as well. From an Arsenal perspective, though, with. How weak Chelsea are, United not at their best, City up and down, and Leicester, with all due respect of all teams to be top, this is the season where Arsenal should have been walking away with the Premier League. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting run-in, I think. Um, there was silverware handed out last night as well, so we should touch on that match um, just for a, for a moment. Um, Liverpool getting defeated on penalties to Man City. Always, always uh, good. Three, three missed penalties in a row. Well, three saved penalties in a row. I uh, can't be too harsh on them, but they were pretty poor penalties. Um, and Pellegrini was vindicated in starting Caballero ahead of Hart. Sometimes just need to put your willy ahead of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What I found also quite funny is that... Well, when they were all celebrating, it's just... Yaya Torre just taking his shirt off, running around like an idiot. But they all go to the willy... And then even in like this post-game uh, photo in the changing rooms, you see him on the side just sulking, looking like sad. I mean, who Toure? Yeah. Well, you got a photo with uh, was it Noel Gallagher? Yeah, but the I swear, in that photo, he was he, he did not know who Noel Gallagher was. He looked very <laughs> confused. He was probably was too busy sulking, thinking <laughs> of winning panels too. Didn't get celebrated. His agent's probably already on to China. I mean, he's just. He's a soul, really. A giant baby. Um, and four four lost cup finals in four years for um, Jurgen Klopp. Mustn't feel too good. Part of the yep. game, really. Yeah. It's a really? league cup final, though. I mean, it's not like it's a Champions League final. So. Well, I'll get the um, chance to knock you guys off in the Europa League, which will be interesting to watch. Uh, Rashford. Patrick <laughs> in front of the cop. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, a, does, does Marcus Rashford have the Makeda thing about him where all this hype and then sort of could well, he disappear into nothing? It's going to be the same as with James Wilson, where James Wilson scored two goals on debut in the Premier League against a pretty impressive outfit. And, and what's um, he done since? And he's now off on loan at Brighton. I think he's got two or three goals for the season. Um, not yeah, looking but too Rashford flash. has the movement, though. Makeda didn't have movement. Oh, I'm not talking about Makeda. And he was lazy. James Wilson. Yeah, Wilson will make it. He'll still make it. He's got yeah. pace, good technique. But there's a lot of hype, and then, you know, you've got to give them a bit of time to develop. Yes. Definitely. I mean, Very he's got more than Falcao, so... Very interesting um, hearing about Rashford, that he was given tapes of um, Rude to... Uh, Rude Gillett? I'm going to maul the out there for that. Not, uh, was, not was a bad person to, to learn off. Was it... Was it Van Nistelrooy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was someone else. Okay. Van Nistelrooy. 
Um, but yeah, so because he's not a natural forward, they were focusing on the space that Van Nistelrooy could create um, and just showing him tape after tape after tape. And um, you look at his goals against Arsenal. Um, I can't really comment on his Europa goals because I didn't see those, but they were certainly goals taken by someone who would who just was in the right place at the right time. Um, yes, what a good patron does. Absolutely. So, the Europa ones were similar. I mean, lost the markers a few times. And yeah, just right place, right time. It's a very yeah, good skill to have. It's a very, very good skill to have. And it's just that it's the knack of all good strikers that you're there for those deflect- deflections or, um, you know, uh, ghosting through the strike, ghosting through the defenders from across yeah. to get the header. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Next week. It was also good to see Memphis, like he really stood up when, well, pretty much you needed him as one of the more senior attackers. He was just, he tore like, the Mitchelland fullback a new arsehole. I mean, that's putting it politely. I mean, it was he was in tears at the end of the game with like, I think, five nutmegs and Europa <laughs> League record dribbles. And then it was also good at the end of the Arsenal game when you had like him, Massa, and Yanazai just dribbling and taking the piss out of Arsenal. I mean, that was really good. But yeah, I hope Memphis can continue because he's suddenly look a lot better now that he's the main man. Yeah, well, talking about passes, I, I saw an interesting stat about the uh, Watford-Bournemouth game, which was that Gomez, uh, Watford's goalkeeper, had actually completed more passes than any of their outfield players. Um, so that's always a... That, that reminds me of the stat from last season when Ben Arthur was subbed by Bruce after 30 minutes because Alan McGregor had covered more ground. Um, and it's it's always it's always an interesting one when your goalkeeper is, you know, at the top of the stats boards for things like that. Um, in a pretty dull affair for Watford. So they're sort of crawling across the line to safety at the moment. They're up to 37 points. Bournemouth on 29, so they're kind of getting there. And another side that looks just about safe, Chelsea got the win against Southampton. Uh, terrible, def- ter- terrible defending for Long's goal. Yeah, yeah. Well, Fraser forced to conceding goals for the first time in six games, ten years or something. Yeah. yeah. As we can tell from SM's signature, he's very thrilled at <laughs> that result. Well, I, I'd actually, I'd honestly completely forgotten about that bet and uh, saw the score and realised that Southampton were leading until about the 75th minute. So you can imagine the colour of um, Boyan's pants when it was just getting closer and closer to a Southampton victory. Um, Chelsea, any chance of the top six? The way they're going, they haven't lost in 10 or something. So Yeah, I think since um, Hitting took over, I don't think they've lost a game. I mean, yes. And yeah, they looked pretty decent under Hitting. Played well. So they're seven points off sixth, which is West Ham at the moment. It's doable, but... Actually, yeah, seven points. Yeah, it's doable, but West Ham are also in pretty good nick as well. Um, Can't deny them. Well, we'll we'll move on to talking about West Ham now because they play Spurs uh, midweek for the first of a couple of London derbies for Spurs. And it's a pretty big game for Spurs that if they can knock off West Ham I would just about say that that locks away top four for them top three even really yeah so yeah seven seven points clear of Man City even so you're right 
Um, winning, Always. winning, winning against West Ham would take them what uh, fourteen points clear of them. United have uh, Watford, so I guess they might win that one. But um, yeah, so how, how do you guys see that one? Spurs getting the win? It'd be tough derby, so and they'll they'll have one on the on 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 uh, our game. So well, they have to play a full strength, but do they or do they rest players for the Arsenal game? Who knows? It's squeaky bum time, really. Quote Fergie, but I think West Ham will win. Actually, win at one nil. Um, it is getting to that point because after this set of games, there'll be only ten games left. Um, it's getting tough down the other end of the table as well. And Villa take on Everton, um, which I think the last time they played, it was something like five nil to Everton. So. Villa all but gone at the moment. I mean, eight points from safety. Uh, they've got 16 points for the season. They're rubbish. Absolutely so, rubbish. Uh, I guess they can console themselves with knowing that they're, they're not going to get the worst points tally in the Premier League. The local uh, under-15s team would be Aston Villa right now. <laughs> Did you hear about them having... The under-21s. The intra-club match where the under-21s beat them? Yes. 3-0 yep. <laughs> as well. I'll tell you what you should do. You should play the under-21s in the next Premier League game. You say, well, probably, the under-21s beat them, let them play. They'll probably give it more go than the senior players. Well, exactly. It's just it's ridiculous. And then, yeah. Jolly and look at me, I've got a new car, Lescott. Did you like the tweet from Stoke? Did you see I, it? Chris? I saw it, but I don't remember it. So, so Stoke saying that the away fans were chanting, Jolly and Lescott, he's got a new car. And then yeah. their next tweet was... Sorry about that last tweet. Uh, it, our phone was in our pocket or something because that was Lescott's excuse when he posted the picture. Oh, what a joke. <laughs> what a joke. I don't, I don't, Just cop it on the chin. Just cop it on the chin. Really. I don't understand in this day and age with touch with um, touch screens. I don't know how you can say I was a pocket dial or something because screens don't react unless it's your you know thumb on it. Pressed, yeah. You know, so it's a bit Absolute of a weak joke. excuse. But was um, not known for being smart. So. <laughs> Uh, Everton to run over the top of them? Yeah, 3-0 at least. I mean, Villa, like, Rashford scored more in the last two games than Villa has, like, in a month or something like that. Everton are a bit up and down, though. Uh, Still, Villa are just an atrocious football team, though. Yeah, that's that's also true. Um, We've got a few derbies this uh, midweek, actually, because Bournemouth are hosting Southampton in, in a South Coast derby. Um... As as I alluded to just before with that Watford match, Bournemouth. I mean, Bournemouth are on twenty nine points. They're f- they're five points clear of Newcastle, but they're not quite at that point where they can stop looking over their shoulder. Um, but then at the same time, Southampton have been in very impressive form lately. I think they're actually the form team of the competition lately. Um, before that loss to Chelsea, at least. Uh, so it could be could be an interesting one. I'd probably say Southampton would win that one. Yeah. They've got the quality, too. Yeah, Southampton, decent football side, good football side, probably win 2-0. Um, Leicester at home to West Brom. And, I mean, West Brom, um, they're just such a nothing club, aren't they? I mean, they're not, they're not going to get relegated, but they're not going to really push for top half. Um, but, then, but then you say that, but then at the same time, they're on they're level on points with Everton, and they're one point behind Chelsea. Uh, three points behind Liverpool, so... <laughs> They're a hard one to read, but um, Leicester should get that get the job done. You'd you'd think so, but a Paulus outfit can be well disciplined. So, 
And they seem to they seem to have found their scoring boots. They got three goals uh, on the weekend against Palace. Yeah, definitely. So I mean, you, you, West Brom maybe, but I'd say under ten percent chance to win. I'm gonna go West Brom to win. I think they'll win this. It just seems like the perfect game where West Brom would just troll a title side or something like that. Well, Pulis is a man after Mourinho's heart, so he could have a, his own Mourinho moment. When I mean, they got slips over. Leicester, United, and Arsenal with the next three games in the league. So they can be capable of trolling quite <laughs> a lot of clubs. Um, Chelsea away to Norwich. Um, you know, I can't, I can't really see Chelsea dropping this one. Um, and then at the same time, Norwich really need a win to pull away from Newcastle. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea to win 4-0. Will Hazard score a goal? Probably not. Would he go the whole season without scoring a goal? It's surely, well, he... surely has to get one somewhere. Yeah. yeah, a penalty or a free kick. But <laughs> sure, have Chelsea had many penalties? Because I would have thought they'd give him the penalties. I thought he. I thought he. Because he usually takes them, doesn't he? Unless Costa's been taking them. Oscar takes them sometimes too. Okay. Because I know last season at least Hazard took them because I remember yeah. he scored that penalty against Palace. Yeah, and Oscar takes him sometimes. I think William does too. But I, yeah. I could be wrong, but I know Oscar definitely does. Yeah, yeah. Because I think he missed one. Um, I want to put something out to you guys and it might be a bit shocking, but I... I <laughs> oh, it's, it's, not, it's not too shocking, but have a look at Crystal Palace's position in their points tally and have a look at how many matches they've won this year and ask yourself... Are they in danger of relegation? If they don't pull their thing... Oh. Eight points nah, from Newcastle. Nah, Aston Villa are rubbish. Sure. Sunderland are crap. But do you, New, do you, Newcastle aren't much better. But New, do you, you, you don't think Newcastle could pick up eight or nine points and suck Palace in? They, they've been doing nothing. They getting probably no could, points. But, then, but then there's Norwich, Swansea and Bournemouth in between. Yeah, but... Palace have... Sunderland this week away. If Sunderland win that one and go up to 26 points, Palace are suddenly six points above Sunderland, who you're saying are rubbish, which I accept. Palace They're, really no, need to are, pull their finger out. They are a nothing club. Sunderland. Yes. Sure, but do you, do you see any risk of do you see any risk for Palace? Slight, but not high. If Milang yeah. Panthers is listening, I do apologise, but. <laughs> Aren't they getting like players back, like wingers, like Belasi? I think Belasi's back? back. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they come back. They'll probably play well, and I reckon they'll be safe. When you're three 0 down to a Tony Pulis side, though, I think you're um, you're in a bit of danger. Good goal by Wickham. Oh, it was. It was a fantastic Rocket. second goal. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting for Palace. I think if they lose their next couple, the danger signs are really starting to to flare up for them. Um, Arsenal at home to Swansea, though, it is is one of those danger games. It really seems to be the sort of game... We used to struggle against Swansea, home or away. Um, Knowing Arsenal, we we need to win a game, we probably won't. I think it will be a draw. I don't want it to be a draw, but... um, And I hope I'm wrong, but I just think it'll it'll finish 1-1. If you draw that one and Leicester... Well, if, if if West Ham win and you drop points, that's 
a pretty perfect morning for Leicester. Yeah. Even if, even if they don't win. Just, you know, a, another game closer. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's getting to that sort of point of the season now where it's, it's, it's almost as much about uh, their rivals dropping points as them continuing to pick up points. So you reckon Arsenal would win this 2-0 at least? Swans have looked a lot better against um, Spurs, and they've looked a lot better lately. If Arsenal want to win the title, they need to come out and show fight. Because yeah, realistically, we don't have, we don't when do Arsenal fight. ever do that? Yeah, we don't have fight. Mate, I mean, just put Flamini yeah. on; he'll get a get a red card. That's a bit of fight. No, that's the issue. I mean, apart from what Welbeck has fight, check. Ozil oh, and I'd Sanchez. Say Sanchez, yeah, yeah, yeah. Monreal to an extent. Bellerin. Yeah. But most of them are players Ramsey, who have been Giroud, not yeah, they in the really, system. Yeah. They've been non-Arsenalified. Yeah. Koscielny, I mean, yeah. It's just if, but if they are going to win the league, they're going to have to actually fight for it. Definitely. Yeah, it's going to be... I don't um, know. I think the side has gone, to be honest. We'll, we'll see how that one pans out. Um, Stoke at home to Newcastle. Stoke. Stoke have been in quite good form. There's been a few good stories this season. I think, you know, we say if Leicester wasn't up there, we'd be looking at Spurs. And if Spurs weren't up there, we'd be focusing on West Ham. You know, if West Ham, you know, we've got Stoke and Southampton as well. Um, I think the spread of TV money now has shown just what an even competition it can be. When you've got sides like Stoke, Southampton, West Ham and Leicester all in the top eight. Watford as well, around, you know, the top ten. Um, it's a pretty even competition now. Yeah, but realistically, how much of that is due to money and how much of that is due to the top clubs being in transition? Um, I think there's a bit to say that, that clubs like Stoke have been able to invest a lot of money when you look at the quality of players they've been able to bring in when they've brought in Shakiri and they've brought in... Um, uh, what's, the, what's the guy's name from... Was it Porto? In, in Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. But still, Chelsea were in meltdown most of the year. Yeah, no Chelsea denying. have been, but Liverpool, for instance. I mean, you can United, say Liverpool, make a case for Liverpool just being crap, but... Yeah, they've been crap for a while, though, Liverpool. Apart the calibre of players there should still have them a bit higher. You know, United's United... in transition. Yeah. Still in serious issues. City is inconsistent and lacks character. And but you have to ask how much of that is due to those, those clubs being crap and how much of it is because the clubs that they're playing week in, week out are a lot better. And they can't have that sort of Barcelona or PSG-esque season where they just roll through the opposition. Yeah, but there was still, like, in O's, like, well, nearly 08, 09, during the Premier League days, there were still good clubs there. Sure, but I wouldn't say that in 08, 09, that clubs like Wigan and Hull oh, and Wolves yeah. and Villa... Well, Villa was quite quite good then, but there were a lot of sides back then that were genuinely poor sides, and genuinely the 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 twenty five man squad of those clubs just did not stack up at all. But now you look, you've got Crystal Palace with a player like uh, Kabai, you've got Swansea with um, Sigurdsson and other players like that. Um, you've got Newcastle with how how much money they've spent. Newcastle have spent a lot of money. Guys like Vinaldum. Um, Shelby and so ben on. Arthur. Well, Ben Arthur back in the day, yeah. Um, Mitrovic. Those, those those clubs have a lot of money and they've got good quality players to show for it. Everton down in like 12th. 
I with... still think the world class. There's just a lack of world class players at the top of the league. Well, there is. So there's an argument that the league as a whole's gotten worse, but I think it's definitely I mean, a lot more even. Is to the Arsenal side much stronger? United side way stronger. I mean, Liverpool again. They had Torres, Gerrard, Chelsea had Balak. Again, it's. I still think the league as a whole is going in transition phase. Well, it'll be interesting next season when the quality of managers in the league will be um, as high as it's ever been, really, uh, to see just how strong the league becomes, I suppose. Yeah. Um, Well, speaking of those top clubs, Liverpool up against Man City uh, as a repeat of the League Cup final as one of the last two games of the round. Uh, Liverpool at home, they did Man City over 4-1 away from home. Can they get the double over them at home? Depends how City line up. All depends how, how they line up in midfield and um, f- uh, formation-wise. Because if City play two midfielders or two holding midfielders that aren't holding mids, Liverpool will walk all over. Yeah, I mean, I mean... Sturridge is still fit for Liverpool, isn't he? Yeah, I believe I assume so. He has, I assume he hasn't injured himself. Um... So it's going to be interesting to see how Liverpool line up as well. If they've got Firmino, Coutinho and Sturridge all in that side, then that's a very, very attacking side. So uh, it could be a fixture that promises goals, but then the League Cup final didn't have many of those. It's... Well, you'd still give Liverpool a chance because they do tend to beat City. I mean, to beat them, what, this year? Well, this season and last season as well, I think. And the season before, I think, yeah. when they were going for the title, yeah. But again, if City line up correctly, they will win 2-0. Um, and the last game of the round, we've got United at home to Watford. Uh, it'd be very much like United to beat Arsenal and then lose to Watford, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, pretty much the way this season is going, I'll say yes. But play with the same intensity and energy, we should be able to win 2-0. Uh, well, I don't know. I wasn't actually listening that much, but um, I'd, I'd back. I'd back United. Should get the job back done against uh, Watford. Yeah, maybe the is, rash. Is that Old Trafford? Yeah, it's at Old Trafford. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I think United will have too much for them at, at, at home, and um, even even with the youth and the players they're having, I still think. United will have momentum and beliefs, and I don't. I think that'll spur them on to to get the three points. Well, as we were saying before, I mean, Watford seem to have gone off the boil a bit. Igalo and Dini aren't in the sort of form that they were in before, and if you've got Gomez completing the most passes in the side, then then that seems to be a bit of a worry. So I, I do think United should get the job done at home. Um, and then just to finish up, we'll do a, just just a brief chat about the uh, championship, where Hull have actually slipped off first place. We're we're down to second now. Um, well, you want to snore? That's <laughs> uh, our seconds managed to keep to hold you to a nil-nil draw at the Emirates. First clean shirt against you in about Jeez, 100 years. That, that fired you up, didn't it? What's that? That fired you up. Yeah. Well, well how, what was what was your take on that FA Cup match? Just out of interest. Very good performance from your keeper. Poor finishing from us, and uh, we should have done a lot better and walked away with three points. So, what about the you can't get three games? points in the bloody cup game? You 
There's yes. Champions League games too. I mean, I think we should go over that. I mean, Champions League games. Well, well, yeah. okay. United weren't in it. <laughs> I, I had the only out of the three of us. I'm the only one that had a club in the Champions League. Yeah, and how that had that pan out well, for you, Matt? Playing the greatest team, one of the greatest club teams of all time. I mean, it's all well, I'm hearing are excuses. Had them at nil nil for seventy minutes. You had a very good game style going, and then you just mentally imploded. Yep, sounds like Arsenal, doesn't it? <laughs> It's just Arsenal. They always finish round of 16. They either face Bayern or Barca. It's bizarre. But it's yeah, great. I mean... I mean, Juve, uh, Barca, that was good. Oh, Bayern, that was a good game. Juve, Bayern was very good. Bayern up 2-0 and then Juve storming back to a 2-2. Um, so and City won in Kiev. Yeah, so very good result. Huge, huge result over there in the Ukraine. And um, Eindhoven so, and Atletico, nil all, but we don't care about them. Yeah. Uh, well, we've got um, no championship until the Friday. I'm actually surprised that there's no championship midweek games, given that there's Premier League games, but we'll play the Friday morning against Birmingham, which gives us a bit more of a rest before the uh, uh, replay against Arsenal. Arsenal coming off a bruising game against Spurs. Hopefully we'll be able to knock you over. If if we lose that game, <laughs> you are not hearing the end of it. Write our season off. You are not hearing the end of it. Oh well, you'd have less competitions to distract you from the Premier League. Yeah, but we'd so be, you can thank we'd, me later. We'd be, we'd be finished in that as well. So <laughs> I mean, are you concerned about Hull not getting automatic promotion? Uh, a little bit. Uh, we've I mean, had three. We've had three nil nil got games in the last four games. Um, sides are becoming a bit more scared of playing us. They um, don't seem to be able to finish their chances. I mean, Brighton, uh, who was it? Brighton, Sheffield Wednesday and Arsenal haven't been able to, to beat us. Um, but at the same time, we've only scored one goal in four games. So it's getting the job done at the other end where we need to tighten up a bit. Um, we've slipped off first, but that's only because Burnley, because uh, we've got a game in hand now on Burnley. So... Uh, All I it's, hear it's, are excuses. Oh, look, I mean, well, well, it's, it's excuse me, it's it's tough when teams come to your home ground and set up for a nil-nil draw, isn't it, Cruyff? Yes. <laughs> yes <laughs> when their yes, keepers yes. have good games, isn't it? But it'll be, I think it's going to be one of the most exciting finishes to the Championship as well as the Premier League, so I think both, both, uh, both legs are going to be very interesting. Burnley, Burnley, Hull and Middlesbrough are all looking very good for top two, so that's going to go down to the wire. Uh, and then Leicester, Spurs, and Arsenal in the league above. So um, it's going to be the last very exciting last few weeks of the season. And we'll be we'll be covering all of the games as we as we go into the end of the season. So thank you both of you for coming on tonight. No worries. I wish it was under better circumstances, but thank you. Well, you might not, you might want to hold off for another few weeks yeah. then if you um, <laughs> want to come on after an Arsenal win. But uh, thank you everyone else I'll for listening. I'll be dead and you'll never hear from me again <laughs> the way we're going. Um, and thank you everyone for listening and we will be covering all of the games on the, in the run-in to the end of the season so, so keep tuning in each week uh, and until the next podcast I hope your team wins unless you support Arsenal and we'll see you on the forums. <laughs> see you guys.